Welcome to the podcast, Season 4, Episode 2. Today we are joined by one of Kenya's top sprinters, Walter Mchuki Moenga. Walter holds national records and has represented Kenya across the world, and many of us come across him in multiple gyms across Nairobi. So in this episode, we will find out what got Walter into sprinting, well, it seems it runs in his family, his training, his accomplishments, his plans, and the trials and challenges of being an athlete in Kenya. Welcome, Walter. Thank you. It's good to have you here. I haven't uh, seen you for a while. Uh, we, we used to see each other more often yeah. when we trained in the gyms, the gym. but uh, since COVID, we just see people on Instagram. Yeah. It's fit red. You used to come to fit, fit yeah. red occasionally, then fit red closed down, and yeah, none of us go there, so it's like, yeah. yeah, then we'd meet at Smart Gym, and then now, same thing. <laughs> so it, it's been a while, but you're, you're like a yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah. You're the super gym You only started all the gyms. I'm the one left standing. Yeah, you're like a gym nomad. He, he, yeah, Walter trains everywhere. He, he can adapt and train in any sort of setting, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adaptation. Yeah. Human adaptation. Yeah. yeah. So, so Walter, when did you start sprinting? Tell us how you got into it. Um, how old were you? And I. Well, I was stalking you a bit online, and it seems your brother is a sprinter, and your father. Yeah. Uh, hello. Is my internet clear? Yes. Yeah, it's, okay, just, it's, me. it's just delayed, but it's clear. It's all clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, it's clear. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, uh, myself and our family. Uh, Walter Moenga is a uh, second born in a family of five boys. Oh, wow. And uh, my dad, yeah. The only female in our family is my mother yeah. and our cow, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my dad has a history. He's an Olympian and uh, he's won multiple titles for this country on behalf of this country. Wow. But uh, my sprinting career started way back in 2010. Uh, I cleared high school in 2006, whereby I did nothing uh, in regards to sprinting or something else. Play basketball and rugby in high school. So when I graduated from high school, I joined college and uh, I started playing rugby professionally. In that, I was uh, recruited by Nordiscripts. Athletics team, which is in Nairobi. Later on, I moved to Homeboys Rugby, and uh, we managed to get into Penaka through Homeboys. So, in that process, I, it happened that I got a fracture in my right arm and a dislocation in the in the thumb. Oh, so I could no longer be suitable or uh, fit to play rugby because uh, there was a dislocation and a fracture. So I decided to move to a less contact sport, which was athletics. And that's how I began my career in 2010, whereby I represented uh, uh, Kenya in the 
championships, which was based in Nairobi, though I never ran, but I was in the team. Then uh, from there, things happened. Uh, we went to the Commonwealth Games. I represented Kenya in the Commonwealth. I was in the finals. I also did the World Relays, whereby we came in with, a, with an African record, right. oh, nice. of which it was later broken by South Africa. Now we have the national record. Then there is uh, the African Championships. I've also done the African Championships. I've also done the All-African Games. Now I'm training for the Olympics, that which, is, which was supposed to be this year. Now it was postponed due to COVID to next year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's a uh, history for me. Yeah, so a short sneak peek of my life. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, what's, your, what's your fastest 100 meter time? The 100 meter time. My first is 100 meter time. I have a 9.96, which was yeah, later on disputed because it was a hand time. The electronics failed. Oh, but the official yeah. time is the 10, 20, 10 to 6, yeah. Yeah, still, right. yes. I always thought I was quick. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I do an 11, 11.27. That's good, Andy. Right, which is okay. Yeah. I don't think I can do it now. It's not okay. Let us do 11 seconds. Yeah, so oh, I'm sorry. Training, if I do 11, some 11 will be alright. But, yeah. um, but no, when you're talking about those margins of one second, that is like... Yeah, it's big. Okay. Well, <laughs> Okay. One second to sprinting is equated to 10 meters. Yeah, that is realistic. Yeah, it's mental. What? Yeah. Gosh, that's... that's. But we cover every 10, se- every 10 meters with one second or less. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you aim for less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so did... I mean, did you guys ever cross paths in rugby or was that... Timing? No, I didn't play too much in Kenya. Yeah. I, when I first came to Kenya, I did play a little bit of Nondies. Yeah. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know... I couldn't commit to training like I used to when I was younger. Yeah. When I was younger, I could train, play, but with my injuries, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I could play a game. Yeah. And I'm good enough to play probably most teams, but if you can't train, why would they want to select you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It takes me all week. From now at this age, you play a game. It takes me all week to get over my, my pain yeah. to play another game. A Tuesday, a Tuesday recovery isn't in the cards. Yeah. So like a Tuesday training session or Thursday training session. That's not in the cards. I can't train and play anymore. So that's why I play invitational games across the world, but I don't. So, Walter, I think we are... Oh, he's disappeared. Nice picture, though. Uh, I think we are... No, no, I want that. <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're, I think we're at similar age. How old are you? I'm three three. I just turned three three like uh, a week ago, on on twentieth November. Ah yeah. well, happy belated happy birthday! Belated, yeah. And yes, we are age mates. Um, so my impressor lines are open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> we will put his number on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, so you started with rugby and then got into sprinting in twenty ten. Would you say that's yeah. In terms of a sprinting career, is that quite a late start? Yeah, it's a bit late because, uh, yeah, actually it's a bit late because uh, currently with my age, I'm really struggling to get to learn the techniques mm-hmm. and uh, do the basics because I never would transit for basics to seniors. Mm-hmm. So I just got into seniors because I could move forward 
which was wasn't good for me because I'm so prone to injuries. But uh, I don't know how how I managed to get away with the injuries. Maybe it's because I'm strong, but my technique is so wanting. Even a lot of coaches are want me about it. Oh, That's a hard thing, I suppose, getting into any sport, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like in in places like the UK, US, you start spring coaching and athletics. So even me, like you know, when you're in primary school, you go run for your county. You know, my main event was 400 meters. So when I was at school, I used to run 400 meters for the county against other counties. Mm-hmm. But from like from being age eight onwards, so you're getting coaching from then. So I suppose getting into sport late, it's hard to pick up the technique. Yeah. Yeah, you have uh, a lot more to learn when you're older. And bad yeah, habits. Yeah, apparently I've uh, had a fair share of injuries in this career because of my bad technique. I, I, I've had, uh, let's say, to name a few of my injuries, I've had uh, Achilles tendonitis, I've had uh, plantar fasciitis, I've had... Uh, Tendonitis, and uh, I've had a couple of muscle uh, in the hamstring tears, which mm-hmm. are grade one and they were well managed. Plantar fasciitis is a painful one, though, especially I, I imagine for a sprinter. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. having it just walking around as a normal person is agony, let alone when you're trying to get those strides down and explode into a, into a stride. It must, be, it must have been a very painful situation. Yeah, it was so bad. I went to three local hospitals. Mm. One hospital, I wouldn't name it because, uh, yeah, you know, the reasons are better known. Yeah. <laughs> One hospital told me that uh, we'll go in there, we'll do a surgery, we'll never run again. Oh, geez. Oh. So I opted to seek another hospital. Mm. And the hospital told me, one big doctor told me that uh, this one is so simple, we'll just fix it, but you'll be on a wheelchair for six months. Because it was both feet, and then another doctor told me that uh, this one uh, you'll have to ground your career so that you can recover well. Yeah, sounds but quite, quite apparently, extreme. I decided to fly out, I went to South Africa, <laughs> and it was treated in three minutes flat. Oh, wow. my, that's yeah, they did a process, a procedure known as a plantar society. And it is it platelet oh, yeah, 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 okay. okay, but also yeah. come to think, yeah, of... and it, it was a painful door, yeah. No, I was saying you're, well, you're saying you're older, your technique is not the best, but you're running a time of 10 seconds. So oh, it's, it's amazing. Can you More imagine? Oh, yeah. Amazing. If you just started, you know, it, uh, say started even uh, three, five years earlier with the technique and just, you know, because you're big on strength training and everything, I, I think you'd, you'd you, be up you there. You would be blowing bolt away. Yeah, because it's amazing. I'm sure even in rugby you yeah. are you are not the best guy to play against because of your yeah, speed. Yeah, you've been on the wing, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. So, uh, um, you're, in, you're in KDF as well, aren't you? You're in Defence Forces. Now, the reason why I joined in athletics. Uh, so, before I joined athletics, after the fracture, now, I had to be recalled for duty because I, I wasn't productive, any productive. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and uh, things were not as what I thought they were. <laughs> Why is real? 
<laughs> you were deployed, you were like... Animations no. are real. <laughs> so I was deployed. Yeah. It was so bad that uh, where I was deployed, there was no network. And by that time, we were using, I think, 2G or 3G. So we had to give off the phones to people who are going for patrol so that whenever they meet the, the, the network, yeah. the, message from, the messages from Kenya would drift in. Oh, and then you so drink. when they come back to base camp, we reply. Yeah. Then the next morning, people yeah. who are going on patrol will go with our phones and come back. That's how bad it was. Wow. Uh, you're lucky you're allowed. Sorry, I know. True. When I was in the training, we weren't allowed phones. So you end your phone in before you go on deployment. But, um, you know, but no, um, no, it's the it was, a, it, it was a, I think, uh, among the first deployments that Kenya did. All right, yeah. Like real deployments. Oh, wow. And it was... Yeah, Leon. It, it was real. Trust me. That it, it's not something that I wish to experience, so I'd advise anybody to experience. Yeah, you are like... A, and in war, there's no specific pattern. Yeah. On who's to die or who's to survive. People die, and wow. that's it. Mm. People survive, and that's it. I managed to be among the ones yeah. who survived. Maybe because you were quick. Yeah, you were already a sprinter, so... <laughs> no, there's, there's nothing like... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's no, it's no a algorithm that you could use in war. Yeah, yeah true, true. No, it's... And, and so how long were you in KDF? I'm still in KDF. Oh, you, oh, you still... Oh, oh but now okay. you're just running for them. Traxic soldier. No, I'm still... Actually... Yeah. Okay, uh, I never told you this. I'm a combat engineer. Oh, nice. I didn't know you understand better what yeah, a combat engineer. Yeah, my was a combat engineer. My dad was a combat engineer, so yeah. we blow stuff up. Okay, <laughs> right. I was going to ask exactly what that was. Blow stuff up and build bridges. Yeah. Okay. Our basic role in the battlefield is to actually enhance mobility and survivability of soldiers. So that's it. So with the running, you do. You're running, say, for KDF and Kenya. Do you have to, like, serve time in the, you know, in the field or you can just be a Kenyan sprinter and, you know, keep your your job, so to speak? No, uh, actually, uh, soldier first. That's ah. the basic, primary mm -hmm. role. Ah, okay. Whatever I'm doing is just a secondary role. It's just that I'm performing. That's why I'm out here training. Ah. But if... Uh, I don't perform. Yeah, I'll just be recalled back any day. Okay, wow. Gosh, that's which stressful. Is a lot of pressure, which is a lot of pressure yeah. on your actual running. I know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You have to perform regardless. Especially yeah. after yeah. you said you didn't enjoy the field, I'm sure that that's just enough motivation. You're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going back. Yeah, uh, bro. Imagine, imagine walking for over uh, 50 kilometers because the terrain was uh, all shit and it was raining. Yeah. Ah, that's, that's part of the job. Part of the job. Yeah. I, I don't think Leon, you understand what navigation is. But, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one because I know a lot of what we call the UK tracksuit soldiers. Yeah. If you really get sport, you're kind of left alone to just get on with sport. Oh, that's good. This is why you know, the soldiers in the UK that play rugby for Bath and things. Mm. But you get in, as as Walt says, if you get injured, you're, you're back soldiering, and you know, maybe they're like, "Oh, you got injured, so we're gonna, mm. you know, yeah. you're now at least do desks and stuff." But it's not a pressure, you know. But it's good. Performing. Yeah, now you'll 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 have to perform crazy at the Olympics. Like you have no option. So, 
we're, we're sure yeah. you'll do good. <laughs> the only option is to perform. It's yeah. either you perform or perform or go back to duty. Yeah. Jeez. No middle grounds. No. And so, Walter, tell us a bit more about your training. Yeah. Um, I know we've seen you in the gym. You, you have a you have a great physique. I know Leon's always wanted to convert you into bodybuilding. I just yeah, I just want his calves, but yeah, he's 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 not <laughs> sharing his legs. You can, sh- yeah, you can give us some yeah. quads as well. I have them to you. He's refused to share his uh, secrets, but it's okay. Why? We know why? Yes, we know yeah. that secret. <laughs> Oh yeah, for the viewers, yeah. Walter is um, he's having wine as we record, yeah. and um, it's it's we we're joking about it, but we're saying it's for his recovery. So, <laughs> uh, oh, I love it, I love it. Yeah, so tell no. us more about your training. Okay. How do you incorporate okay, let me comment it? About my calves. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, your training. Let me comment about my calves. Tell us. Uh, typically, I never train them. <laughs> Even That's like uh, oh. deliberately training them. Oh god! But I usually run. Whenever you're sprinting, I don't run. I sprint. Whenever I, I sprint, yeah. uh, in a day I could sprint for like uh, four or five kilometers, sprinting, not running. Oh wow! Yeah, like those just... are, are like sixteen thousand steps. Yeah, but so very. Sprinting is all about sprinting is not about fitness. Uh, it's about applying force to the ground. So it's like how, how the more how you apply you? force to the ground, the more you push. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sorry, Walter. How heavy are you? I'm interested um, to know. Six kgs. Yeah. So that's a lot of pressure when you're exploding through the ground. Yeah. To actually put through the calf, mm-hmm. that's a lot of repetitive force going through that calf. Yeah, yeah. So so, so imagine seven six kgs. Holding seven six kgs in one leg, pushing the ground. Yeah. How will the calves not grow? True. And so with, with like eight thousand steps in each leg. Yes. <laughs> so in. Uh, I know. I'm too heavy to sprint. Like steps are bound. I'm but too, bounding. It's like jumping. Yeah. Eight thousand yeah. steps. Yeah. I'm too heavy to sprint right now. So maybe maybe <laughs> maybe during maybe during prep. Now, if I try sprinting, I'll just keep complaining about. You'll injure yourself. My knees and... Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah. You know, what you guys do at the gym, yeah. you just do 20 reps uh, times four sets of uh, seated calf raise or whatever, standing calf raise, and then you expect miracles to work out that your calves will grow. Oh. Bro. Trust me, I've, I've... It's never that serious, but your head is nowhere. Uh, trust me, I, I've done even... I hop, I jump, I, I do a lot of uh, calf jumps, hops, like very... I found... About some old school, you know, Arnold and Reg Park, because he helped Arnold grow his calves, and he used to do a lot of calf hops and jumps. So I, I try and incorporate that. But I still think calves shape, no matter what, but the shape of a calf is just genetic. Yeah, like, shape. Like, like, like what? the size. Yeah, you can make your calf bigger, but if it's like mine, it goes backwards, yeah. it goes out. It yeah. still doesn't look as big. Yeah, you, know, you want an art shape. Calf, you know? well, Walter's got it yeah, all. Yeah, Walter. Yeah. We should see that. Much as uh, so is the unfair. My older brother's got them. But as much as you're playing it on genetics. Yeah. Well, no, no. Sorry. So, I have a big calves. It's the shape of my calves. I blame on genetics. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I blame. You my know calves that... are good size. They just don't go out in a nice heart shape. They just go. Backwards. We're we're going to look for a picture of your calves for the video thumbnail. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the thumbnail of the video for YouTube. <laughs> So that guys can understand. Yeah, no, he Walter is good. Like. But in in well, 
with all that, so let's say you're training now with the sprinting, so how do you structure your, you know, your days or weeks training, you know, your power, your field work, your strength training? How is, yeah, tell us. Okay, typically I train thrice a day. Mm. Wow. Six, day, six days a week, uh, five days a week. Yeah. And uh, the sixth day I train only once, which is uh, usually Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. Which rest. is specific speed. Mm. Yeah. So on uh, let let me give you run. Let me give you my typical day. I usually start uh, during uh, early morning at around uh, six. I'm at Kasarani, probably doing speed, speed endurance or uh, top end speed. Those are three different things. Speed is anything less than sixty meters. Okay. Speed at one is, is anything more than 60 meters. Top end speed is between 40 meters and 60 meters. That's where we, oh. uh, normal human being usually hits uh, his peak. Okay. Yeah. So after I've done my speed work in the morning, I rest for like two hours, then I hit the gym, whereby I usually do power, strength, or uh, explosive, or rather elastic strength. Yeah. whereby I incorporate plyometrics. Okay. Then in the evening, I do tempo runs, which are recovery runs. Mostly it's uh, slope sprints, 100 times uh, 10, or 14 seconds, one minute recovery in between. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so anyone who's thinking of becoming a sprinter, yeah, that's the dedication and discipline that goes in. That is... Right there. That is incredible. Wow. Um, and do you have a coach? Uh, not per se. I usually train myself. It's mm -hmm. amazing. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... I had a coach who was in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, in 2015-16, I used to be in South Africa. So I think what I learned from there in high performance, it's what I'm currently using. Yeah. So yeah. all this time, say you were in the Kenya team because I met you guys. Uh, you know, you Akina Baraza. You guys just used to coach yourself. Because I yes. I remember you'd meet at the same time, very strict, and you guys would do your thing. And I always assumed you have a coach. <laughs> yeah. What? No, it's the discipline, dedication. And determination. Yeah, I'm surprised wow. the team Kenya, like the government, haven't organised coaching. Because I know with the distance running, there's lots of coaching and, you know, activity by the government. But I think it's, it's sprinting kind of forgotten part of Kenya's athletics. Or everything's put onto the distance mm -hmm. side. And actually, for sh shorter distance and sprinting's kind of forgotten. Yeah, I don't involve the government because the government doesn't give a shit about anything in Kenya. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, 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 that they that, 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 and um, small tokens. Amazing. Yeah. Small tokens. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just self-discipline, you know. Yeah, because 
I've, well, I guess they just give you the kit. It's like you guys and the team, you get your kit, and then they're like, all right, see you when you're ready yeah, you're for the You're lucky to get the kit, Leon. I you're know. You're lucky it's, to get the kit. I'm, I'm, it hasn't been stolen by everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm amazed. Yeah, that, if you're lucky to get it. Yeah, it's... That, Let me tell you one thing. Yeah. In 2014, uh, we went to the world release. Yeah. So, in the first hit, we were... We, Against, I think, uh, USA, Germany, France, and uh, Nigeria. Those are the big countries in there. So the commentator, the commentator himself, said that Kenya has made a very bad, uh, bad choice to, to, to bring in a four by two hundred team. Apparently, even our coaches never believed in us because our coaches were like, "Ah, oh, just go, do whatever you can do." And come help us here. The guys. <laughs> what? Amazing. What? <laughs> yeah, brother, I can tell you this. I was brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I so remember we that in, time. Yeah. yeah, first three teams to qualify. We came in third. Oh, Jesus. Uh, behind, I think uh, USA came in first. Yeah. Yeah, another team, then we came in third. Now we qualify to the finals. During the finals, <laughs> The commentator again said that Kenya has uh, has won gold medals in all the events that they competed in the finals. Yeah. What will they bring in? Yeah. Do they have a surviving chance? Of which we had no chance, despite being the only Africans in the final. You oh, know what happened? Yeah. We came in fifth, beating America, USA. Oh, geez. Wow. Yeah. On pure dedication. I, yeah. uh, and nobody believed in us. So here's the thing. So this is the thing that upsets me most about Kenya. With every sport, Kenya's got so much natural talent. I say this to everyone. The government could be harnessing that to improve things for the country as a whole. A bit like some other countries. You, know, you improve sport and you get a good feel good factor and people get behind the country as a whole. Yeah. But it's kind of just like, no, we don't want to help. We don't want to start grassroots. And, you know, when you think these guys came fifth in, uh, you know, in the massive relay like that. You know, we've released, got, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we've got African African records. You'd think the government would try and get behind that. And then next time round, say next Olympics, we move up again. And, you know, you just keep going until you are actually at the top end of the sport. Yeah. And you're getting like big sponsorship deals from Nike and you know come you know, whole whole big companies are, are helping pay for the funding for the training and stuff. Yeah. But no, the government just forgets. And they don't also, care. Yeah, and you're building sort of new careers for, you know, younger guys coming up in Kenya anyway, yeah. who are talented in very many sports that seem to just disappear somewhere in the in the middle. Yeah. It's even impressive you've actually stayed in this for this long, man. <laughs> I know, I know. That is, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you all you hear about is long distance running for Kenya, but the sprinters are incredible because you think without a coach. Oh. And, I mean, had you trained for the relay or was this just a, a sudden sort of decision to put you guys in? Is it 
Okay. I, I, I was in that race where the Jamaicans broke the world. See, they broke a world record. Did, was that race you broke an African record? Was that? Yes. Yes. That's so, right. you know, this shows you like, you guys popped up, you broke an African record. You know, fifth in the world, where the top, the top country just created a world record. That just shows how fast that final was. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we will find that That's footage and link it for this. Two, yeah. yeah, so, you know, the next question is, there's, there's no... Like, there's no training without good nutrition, so... Yeah. Let me Why? guess. Nutrition, you just... You sort yourself out, yeah? No, it's all on you, I'm guessing, to learn about, you know, how to eat as a sprinter, uh, you know, nutrient timing as a sprinter and all that stuff. Yeah, nutrition. Actually, sprinting is all about nutrition. Because if you miss... The slightest, you make the slightest mistake on your nutrition. You are prone to everything: injuries, uh, energy, low energy levels, and uh, your fitness levels. It's all it, it's all determined by what you put in. Because wow. uh, you can't drive a Ferrari and put in diesel and expect it to yeah. perform yeah. as a Ferrari. <laughs> and especially when you're training three yeah, times a day, you've got to really manage that. I know. Calorie in correct. Yeah, because you. Calories. Yeah, you're training Actually, thrice. I don't count calories. Yeah, but you need like. But uh, all I know, I take twenty-one eggs a day. What? Hello. Twenty-one eggs. You take what? <laughs> yeah, I'll share. I'll, I'll share my meal plan with okay, you guys. Yes, yes please. Take, 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 us, take us through. Eggs. Take us through your boiled eggs. That's how to eat. <laughs> take us through your yeah. your meal for the day, actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's uh, it's really isn't so. I take with one uh, with one eggs. Then my carbs I get them from. Uh, I usually mix oats, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, almonds, nice. and uh, Brazilian nuts, plus a scoop of whey protein. And twenty one eggs. That's uh, after my training. That's one meal. Uh, not twenty one eggs. Uh, after uh, with eight eggs. That's after my training. Yeah. Then the way to the gym. I take in six eggs plus the same thing and a banana. After training, uh, during training, I take my BCS yeah. and uh, a lot of electrolytes. Right. Then after training, I take uh, that's uh, usually fish or chicken. That's usually in my bag. Yeah. Then I go home. I have another meal. I go to bed. Then I wake up at around uh, four five for the temple runs. Then I take another meal, which is a lighter. It mostly comprises of salads and fruits. Then I take my dinner. Then before bed, I take six eggs plus uh, caseine. <laughs> you, you must take caseine on top of six eggs. I know. You have more egg protein on top of eggs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like you, you must have a chicken farm <laughs> or a good, good, good egg supply. No, like it's that expensive. Sprinting is that expensive. Yeah. But I guess with. Uh, with eggs, you're you know you're at least saving some money rather than putting all that in uh, meats and uh, more yeah. expensive options. Yeah, complete foods as well. I suppose. Yeah. Eggs are fabulous. Food. Yeah. Yeah, and if you can take them down, why not? That's. Uh... <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting to hear like the amount you eat, and I think maybe because a lot of actually good bodybuilders have a sprint background. If you speak to, uh, if you hear interviews of some of the top Olympians, 
they all had a big athletics track background. People like Ian Valier in Canada, he ran oh, yeah, track. Yeah. Phil Heath ran track and then got into basketball. Yeah. A lot of the guys, Brian Ainsley, he was a, he ran track. Yeah. And I think it's because it teaches you to have that much food. Ooh. And when you stop doing the sprinting and you start putting it purely into weight weightlifting and bodybuilding, you balloon in size. Mm. I think, yeah, but, you know, it's like anything, if you want to be the best at anything, any sport, you've got to have that dedication. You've got to be willing to, as Walter says, you know, get a nap in just to aid the recovery process yeah. and eat, you know, eat at every opportunity, sleep when he can, you know, that's the sort of thing you've got to do to keep excelling. You know, especially, you know, it must get hard at 33 just to, trying to keep the body ticking over, manage injuries, and increase performance. Yeah. yeah and for you... But now, on, yeah. the, on the other thing, the other side of uh, nutrition, there's also the medical aspect. Mm. Like, uh, you need to, to have a physiotherapy yeah. at least one time a week. Because yeah. you know you are pushing your body to the optimal, and you need to, to perform at the optimal level. Mm-hmm. In that any any mm-hmm. any any small mishap, like an imbalance, yeah. could uh, cause you a great fortune. You could easily waste uh, six months training with just one slight injury, yeah, true, true. which will yeah. take you back six months. Yeah, that's and I mean, like, who does KDF pay for this, or how does that work? Sorry? Does KDF pay for your physio, um, or how does that work? Or do you pay for everything? Yeah, okay, I'm supposed to be covered, but you know, uh, in our hospitals, I'm not that a priority, because uh, somebody comes in with a bullet wound, somebody comes in, somebody who needs a uh, so like, they won't give me what I want. It's yeah. not that I'm not good. But there's ah, a okay. difference of uh, medical physiotherapy and sports physiotherapy. Yeah, true. So I prefer going to somebody who's good at uh, sports physiotherapy. Luckily, I have a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, who's uh, always traveled with me. Oh, nice. And uh, he's very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And his name is Altaf Mapara. He has a I clinic in Karen and Patrick. And Altaf on the show. At least you're sorted there, which is good, because physio is not cheap. I was just, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the supplements on top, yeah. um, have you got, are you sponsored by USN, aren't you? Yes, I'm sponsored by so they, And is that sponsorship, we give you the supplementation? We give you supplementation or is it discounted? Or? Yeah, they usually take uh, care of my supplementation as much as uh, it's not uh, that sustainable, but they are doing something of yeah. which I really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because uh, yeah, supplements are very expensive in Kenya, very, very expensive. It's yeah. a fortune in Kenya. Oh, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah any, anything little will oh. help for sure. It does, yeah. yeah. So, and especially, you know, at your high level of training, you do need, you know, that's where you do, supplements do come into their own there. Um, Protein recovery aids, like the BCAAs, you know, I love the AAs, but, you know, you've got at least that something. 
Yeah, and you think these are like things that people in the developed world, like you know, the, the top athletic countries, yeah. take for granted. Athletes there, you know, when we do struggle in the fact that we don't have, you know, we, we become full time athletes, but we normally always have supplement sponsor, sponsorship mm-hmm. where they will be given everything we can think of. Uh, we get video from Team U. Great Britain or whatever, in Kenya, you know, you've just got to try and muddle through and hope the best you can. There's probably really good athletes who haven't got, you know, haven't climbed a tree yet, who who are just struggling by on very minimal protein intakes and, you know, trying to do everything themselves without the sort of backing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're on your own, really. And uh... You're on your own by representing the whole country. When you're... When you're succeeding, we're yep. like, yeah. But when you get the injury, everyone forgets. That's what they call you our own. Yeah. It's even uh, a good example is King David. You know King David Rudisha? Mm. Yeah. He had an injury and nobody cared. Nobody cared to date. Wow. But if the guy just uh, gets his level of fitness back, yeah, you'll hear how the government is hailing him. Yeah. yeah, he is. And yeah. he's... And he's amazing, very humble, quiet. He he's Maasai, right? Yeah. yeah, I think he came yeah, to Masaya. he came to he trained at Trojan well maybe once or twice. I saw him there when he was around. So very very yeah. easygoing guy. Yeah, yeah, he was when I worked in the Maasai Mara, he was the hero of everybody. Um but <laughs> you're you're right, like now you don't hear about him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That is the thing. When people are performing, the country as a whole, be it, this is the same for bodybuilding or any sport in Kenya, yeah. the little organisations are quick to say, oh yeah, look at us go, we're winning, and, and basically latching onto someone else's success. Yeah. Like the Kenyan government, you know, Kipchoge wins a marathon. They have, the government has zero input into his running career. But as soon as he wins, it's like, I am Kenyan government, like, yeah, look at our guy, basically yeah. trying to get some sort of credit for someone else's success. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's what's heartbreaking in this country, for me, anyway. I see it, and I'm just like, you know, blows it, my mind. It, it really is. I mean, Walter, that must be hard for you. I mean, you've been in, in the industry for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. does, it, does, it, does it get you down, or does it motivate you to... Be better. Yeah, because you're you're always positive. It's always, like you're just, yeah. You're you're just in your zone to perform. Yeah, uh, uh, I've uh, developed a thick skin. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, in that, uh, I don't develop. I don't. I don't depend so much on the government because mm-hmm. I know at the end of the day I'll be at the losing end. True. So I'd rather go just out there. Whoever is willing to help. I've had friends help. Leon has helped me on my technique on several occasions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had uh, people like Alta who's offered to treat me. Without paying even a cent. Yeah, amazing. Even now, uh, if I call Alta, like Alta, uh, I have something nagging in my mm-hmm. knee. He'll be like, just come in tomorrow morning and let's see what's that. And it's quite a blessing. I, I just respect yeah. that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. He goes out of his way to like, yeah, the guy is amazing. Yeah. yeah, like I heard my I heard my uh, psoas, the those RDLs when my psoas season yeah. done. He was straight on the phone to me 
offering, you know, saying, come, come in and, you know, oh, send wow. me some stretches. Without me even messaging him, he oh, saw really? my Instagram oh. story. He was like, yeah. do me stretches. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. But, um, no, he's a great guy. Uh, but here's a question for you, Walter, is where do you think you built your resilience from? Because, obviously, you need a lot of resilience to get by and try and climb this ladder. Is that from your parents, from your dad? Because he was a, he had sort of similar struggles to be a good sprinter. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my dad had way, way, way worse struggles than me. Because <laughs> I think in this era we are way better in terms of technology and uh, accessibility to online coaching. And uh, there's a lot of uh, videos in Instagram on the internet. You could just yeah, just a click away. But at the release, I think it's from the process, the discipline that uh, was and you're supposed to do this, a certain time you're yeah. supposed to do this. I think that's what, what's driving me because uh, I've seen a lot of friends that I started with, they gave up along the way. Because, you know, every day, every rainy day doesn't uh, mean that uh, the rainbow has to come out. Okay, a question, and I've always, I, I can never decide this because I've been asked this. Okay, so government service like the military, did that teach you discipline? Or did you have the discipline already to take into that? That's why you survived in KDF. Yeah, <laughs> true. At the same time. You know, is it chicken or egg? I, you know, I, I've never been able to answer this. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, first you need to have the discipline. But uh, once you get the discipline forces, they magnify the discipline to another yeah. notch. Yeah. So that you can stand anything, you can stand any insult. You're, you're just easy to go in any terrain. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things you must have first for you to be able to, you know, to take direction, to be... Exactly. To be coached. Because not, so not, everyone, not everyone can join the military. Yeah. Mm. I've looked at, like... I always say, I'm always one of the big first... Oh, you know, when someone says, oh, my kid doesn't know what to do at school. I'm always like, I'm in my arm, me put me in the 40s. But then they're like, yeah, but will we survive? Because you do have to have quite thick skin when you go in, because you you are shouted at, you are, you know, cussed out every opportunity, and you can't buckle and give up. But then, as Walter says, there's that amplification. It's like yeah. if you've already got that, you build on it, mm. you build that resilience, and you build yeah. that ability. It's like it's it's almost like extreme coaching. It's, it's, yeah, because you you're told what to do, when to do it. You have to do it. You have to listen to your superiors. You. You just have to be willing to learn and grow and yeah. <laughs> Especially at, at base camp, boot camp, you, yeah. you, you were literally told where to be, what to do, when to do it. And you don't get to think for yourself, which is great. You, <laughs> as long as you can just go and follow all the yeah. you don't need to think. You just need to survive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all about survivability. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing, man. You're, you're, I'm afraid you're... to walk smooth riding in the the military, you have to just say yes, sir. <laughs> it's that simple. Just say yes, sir. How far, sir? Yeah. How high, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so... Okay. And, um, yeah. so, Walter, you've got children? I think I can hear them. Yes, I do. <laughs> how, how many kids have you got? Uh, yeah, I can hear them. They are upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, official kids school. <laughs> That's such a Kenyan answer. That's such a Kenyan answer. It's like, it's like the, the ones I know of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, so the official ones, there are two of them. How no, old no, are you, they? You are not. You are not. You are not specific. How yeah. many kids do I have? <laughs> or how many kids are with my name? Uh. Like, no, you should be that specific. Yeah. <laughs> how do you juggle? How do you juggle while being in KDF, yeah. doing all your training and family commitments? So you juggle family commitments with your KDF commitments and your athletic commitments. Yeah, uh, now that's what I call discipline. You have to know, like, uh, before you step out of the house, you need to know that everything is all sorted and nothing is bothering you because you can't train on a, on a split mind. Yeah. 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 You have to be mentally stable for, for you to internalize an action on the training. Because sprinting is not uh, just uh, going forward, it's an art. But you must, also, you must also have a strong wife or partner at home to make sure things are, are ticking along at home so you don't have that split mind. Yeah. Yeah, you do. But uh, I think along the way, uh, mentally, she just uh, had to mutate and strengthen herself. Yeah, she realized this. Is, you this... know, ladies are so weak. They, along the way, she just muted. But luckily, she found me when I was sprinting. So as she came along, she's the one who infringed into my my program. So she had to adjust and suit what I'll do. Yeah, make sure you keep her. <laughs> yeah, if she she's willing to sacrifice. You're, you're in a good place. No, she never gets on my way. She never gets on my way. Yeah. On my programs. On my as long as she prepares my meals, uh, I'm good. Uh, and I respect her. Uh, she perfect. she prepares the twenty one eggs. The twenty one eggs, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I can also do the twenty one eggs. Just like I put them in a jar, let them boil for fifteen minutes, then they are good. No nothing, no salt. It's just water and eggs. That's uh, a whole tree. Yeah. You... I thought we yeah. ate a lot of eggs, yeah. but you put us to shame, Walter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I can eat that many eggs. I don't think I and, the, and they're boiled, boiled eggs, egg. like boiled eggs. They're, they're, they're not fun. It's, uh... Boiled eggs. They scramble egg. I could ask how we had many scrambled eggs. Yeah. Boiled, peeling up. It's a workout on its own. <laughs> yeah, pe yeah, peeling. Maybe you should just get an ostrich, Walter, because that's like 12 <laughs> eggs in one. <laughs> one big egg. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, will you facilitate me to get a no street uh, farm? Yeah, yeah. I got a contract. Where no street? You have to have a license from the KWS. Yeah, KWS. Yeah. Now you, you get one quick. <laughs> for you, for you, Walter, they'll give you one. Yeah. You have connections. Yeah, we've got connections to the uh, ostrich eggs. Yeah. Um, but do do your kids like, like running? I'm going to you my meal plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do my kids like? Do they like running? Sprinting? Do they? Uh, uh, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one that I can see. Usually, does he flex when while walking? And the other one, probably, she's more like a mother. I'm not judging. Yeah. But uh, I don't think she has a lot in the sprinting uh, field. I'm the young one you can work on early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can have one that I can work with. <laughs> yeah, save him the the time. Start earlier than you did. Technique. Yeah. Yep, technique. Before yeah, because yeah. yeah. if you watch my videos carefully, I have an energy leak in between my core. I tend to lean back and uh, I'm all over the place. 
what keeps me in that line is just the, the amount of strength that I have. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. But lucky for him, I'll just uh, I'll just sort that line early enough. Walter, I was going to ask, so when you were in the Bahamas, and I mean, other coaches must have been so impressed with with you guys. Has anyone ever tried to, not, not steal you, but, you know, get you to join their team or kind of offer to... To America, coaching. Yeah. Coaching. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was offered uh, a citizenship uh, towards the Bahrain. Mm, classic. But yeah. I was so young and stupid. I was so loyal to this country. Oh. oh I stood up. Wow. You know, by then I had no business. I had, I had enough money to keep me running. Yeah. No. But now family commitments. Now that's when you discover, like, I yeah. have taken the opportunity. Mm. You should you should watch uh, be digging this deep. Well, we did a podcast with Kamal Algarbi, and he was obviously oh. from Libya. Then Qatar offered him citizenship yeah. to come up. They, his bodybuilding career exploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wow. usual suspects. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bahrain, Qatar. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well. Sorry, guys. You're breaking up. Oh, sorry. Our internet has. Uh, it's been good so far. Let's hope yeah. it just holds yeah. holds on for a little bit. Is it better, Walter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be fine. It's just. Uh... To do what? To hold on for a little bit. Okay. Uh, I'm a very. I'm a good patriot. Yeah. But if today. You get another somebody offer. Somebody offers me. <laughs> I'm thinking that 200,000 a month. You're good. <laughs> you just called me up, Kadir Abdi. I'll be gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> yeah. oh, you're, you're not even going to think about it, like bring the contract now. Yeah, well, the thing is, that's the thing, <laughs> though. You do end up with it to say. Yeah, you do have to look after yourself. Yeah, Because this is where the Kenyan government get it wrong, because they're not offering anything to athletes. So if another country comes along and offers the money, that's it. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, no one's going to stay loyal when you don't offer them anything. Yeah, we've seen yeah. how the... And you know what? Money is the only media in this world that can equate worldly success. So you can't call me successful by those track records and anything, but when you get my bank account, <laughs> it's running in thousands. Yeah, because you find a lot of sports guys in Kenya at the end of their careers, guys are struggling and yeah. it's, it's very sad, so... You you yeah. really have to look after yourself financially. Yeah, and for now, like I have like less than ten years to make things right. Yeah, it's a, it's so, not a very long. You see, uh, how that's like. why if you get to well at the Olympics, you might get some more opportunities be offered to you, and you'd be changing. It'd be Walter Donner of Bahrain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, it's good, but good. And, uh, for me to get to the Olympics, I need to do a lot of races so that I could have yeah. race sharpness. Yeah. I need to build up. You know, you can't just take me today and tell me go and compete in the Olympics. I wouldn't have any chance of survival. Yeah. Of which the races are not provided for. Mm-hmm. And if they are provided for, they are hand times, which are not even significant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they should be electronic times. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you need to get out to do international races mm-hmm. like... Obviously, yeah, the Diamond Cups and the Diamond League or whatever and the, we have in the UK, those type of races. To... Gosh, being a athlete, sports person in Kenya is uh, 
is draining to be honest if you <laughs> if you think about it it's an uphill task it is it's being uh, a sportsman it's all okay. passion and dedication and not much reward yeah you just guys just love it and whatever you're doing you can see how hard guys go even though the reward is very like reward to the work you're putting in the the graph is just way off yeah. well so do you see yourself you know when your sprinting career is over would you like to be a coach or what what do you think would be next yeah i would definitely like to be a coach because uh, i'm really awkward when it comes to behind the desk so i just i'd rather stay in the field mm-hmm. yeah and uh, guide and give the guidance that I wasn't given yes. yeah. when I needed the guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You can scout. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Now I was even going to just make a joke. You can start scouting guys for citizenships in other countries. <laughs> you go, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Kenya. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just become a scout and it's, you know, I mean, yeah, you're. I do that every you're st- day. Yeah, because you're still building careers, just taking them elsewhere, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Counts, but honestly, we we are less appreciated. That's for a fact. And I know this thing will uh, rub some people in a bad way, but uh, that's yeah. a fact. It's just the yeah. truth, yeah. But uh, what uh, our interest does this? What rank are you in the uh, KDF? Mm. I'm a pending sergeant. Yeah, and that, pending. That's just... I'm just a couple of CPL. Yeah, but um, is that pending going to happen? Are you waiting for a position to open up, or is it just time in? Is it just like, you know, another year goes by and you get me a sergeant? Or? No, like, uh, I'm, due, I'm due. I was supposed to be promoted, like, uh, a month ago, but uh, probably there wasn't enough vacancy. So probably yeah. in the next promotion board, I'll be there. Yeah, nice. that is, you got to do your boards and your cards and still. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's just uh, interesting. Oh, good yeah. Time. Yes. Wow. Well, that is an incredible story, Walter. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I, I can't believe you know what you what you've been through coming into it, and that you're still here, still so positive, going for the Olympics. I, I mean, Kenya is so lucky to have you, and um, I think there are, I think you are very appreciated by those who know you, and I'm sure you inspire a lot of people as well. I know we've always enjoyed working out with you, um, and yeah, you're you're just a always have good energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, now the people inspire most. Uh, I was recently introduced to a yes bobsled team. Can you bobsled? Yeah, that yeah. Kenya is going to produce its first bobsled. Amazing! Team. Uh, yeah, it's super exciting. Towards the twenty twenty two, is it uh, Beijing Olympics? The Winter Olympics, which is yeah. in 2022. Yeah. So, and uh, we are currently six guys who are scored. Sorry. We were supposed, yeah. but uh, COVID happened. Mm. Uh, I'm super excited by this because I saw, I remember the recruitment post going up. Yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is like, you know, cool runnings all over again. Yeah. I'm not super excited because I remember watching a film as a kid. And yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, Can you box that team? So I want to see. Well, that that is a very exciting indeed. Um, <laughs> again, it, that is more movie material. But I, yeah. I, I'm just 
so into your Bahama story, I can't wait to uh, go and look up the video footage. Yes. Yeah. Any, any filmmakers out there yeah. watching without as any. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, please, make it to a film. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I put hope the that, link. Yeah, yeah I have. <laughs> I hope those who are listening uh, do look Walter up and support him because, I mean, that's that's the kind of support you know, people like him need, you know, with the government's not helping you. Well, yeah, you know, exactly. like... Any companies, feel free to reach out, you know. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be his manager, I'll be yeah. his agent, offer yeah. lots of sponsorship money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I told you it's possible. If I don't get any doctor, <laughs> if I don't get any bill, you, you proclaim yourself. Yeah. You're, you're my manager, and I take that for at least. Right. So, just things out. Like, where, where are the sponsorships? <laughs> Even an egg sponsorship. You know, if you've got a, a, coo- Actually, a cuckoo farm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where now a Kenchik would do you good. They just, yeah, they just provide you with chicken. chicken. We would prefer a small yeah, yeah, yeah. pasture raised oh, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Try and make sure that if there is an egg sponsor, you, you actually cook the egg food first. And peel them. That takes a lot of time. Oh yeah. Peel them, yeah. But we 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 um. Well, I don't know, gentlemen. Do you have any other questions? No, we're good. I'm I'm, ah. I'm just uh, looking forward to going to YouTube and looking up the interesting Bahama stories. Yeah, I know. It, it <laughs> yeah. is it is truly incredible, Walter. And uh, I have really enjoyed this. Uh, conversation with you and yeah thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us and tell us your story so interesting and inspiring and I think for any young athletes listening who are in Kenya it is an uphill struggle but if you have the discipline and the resilience and you know you can still make it yeah and if you are listening and you are a young potential athlete feel free to reach out to Walter I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the coaching coaching business soon enough yeah true true yeah I'm sure he can yeah, yeah. yeah uh, anybody can reach out um, usually I do like uh, I'm helping like three kids three junior kids like uh, I guide them on what to do they usually join me on uh, some sessions that I feel that are suitable for them because they can't do anything yeah. Okay. They can't just go too out too soon because uh, that's a recipe for injury. Yeah. So I just I can guide anybody for free at this point in time. Yeah. Wait till I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys. Now's the time to Now get with Walter. <laughs> well, Walter, yeah, maybe I need some help for my uh, my uh, uphill sprints that I'm doing. Don't do as many as you, but uh, yeah, starting to include them. But I will. We will include all Walter's info in the uh, the show notes so that you can contact him, follow him, support him, and we're looking forward to your journey to the Olympics. And we will be supporting you. Yeah. Yeah. The journey to Olympics. Uh, my manager is in this forum. <laughs> so. The any, manager. Any sponsors? Uh, I'll need more races in Europe. <laughs> Yeah. I'll need more races in Europe. Come January, I'll need to do the ethos. Yeah. And uh, probably three, four track meets that will uh, will facilitate my race sharpness. Oh, nice. So as when I get to the Olympics, I won't disappoint you guys. 
Uh, good well, thank you, manager, for... Well, he's looking for the races. <laughs> and Andy, you've got work ahead of you. Better get to oh, it. I got got spare bed here yeah. next to me in the UK at the moment. We'll get you out down to yeah. Bristol Palace. <laughs> I guess it depends yeah. on how the COVID situation goes also yeah. for you. Uh, so. I even think in the UK there's not yeah. much going on, to be fair, yeah. athletics-wise. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. you keep training. It was nice having you, man. Yeah, and hopefully we'll get... To, maybe you can come and train in our container gym. Yeah, or yeah. come on the gym tour to Navasha. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, he's the gym nomad. Navasha, so. you're Navasha. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, you're the gym nomad, so... Yeah, I, 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 I... Make a plan. I'm a nomad, I go to any gym. <laughs> I'll make a plan, I'll just pop in, guys. Pop in, we would love to see you. Okay, thank you, guys. Thanks, Walter. Thank uh, guys, hydrate more, stay indoors, and wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs> Good last yeah, words. <laughs> On that note, thanks to everyone yeah. listening.